hello, hello, hello. You're listening to the Cassandra Mac Podcast, where together we maximize success and de-stress from the mess. Make sure to hang out to the end. I have a special prayer that I'm going to pray just for you. When you have a moment, stop by the website, CassandraMacMinistries.com. Check out our books, inspirational mugs, hoodies, t-shirts, all designed to help you live your blessed life. Shout out to all of the listeners who are listening from all across the USA. Shout out to those of you who are listening in other countries. We are shouting out Finland, uh, Australia, London, UK. We are shouting out South Africa. We are shouting out Canada. And uh, we are just excited that not only do we have listeners from the USA, but listeners from other countries as well. Happy birthday to all the October babies. If you have a birthday this month, happy birthday to you. We want to also remember that uh, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So today's podcast is being brought to you by the I Am A Survivor Mug. That is our Breast Cancer Awareness Mug designed to encourage somebody battling breast cancer. So if you have a friend or a family member who's battling breast cancer and you would like to get them an inspirational gift to let them know you're thinking about them, go to CassandraMacMerch.com and you will see uh, this mug. And you can fill this mug or any of our mugs with your morning beverage of choice, your afternoon smoothie, bedtime tea, coffee, water, juice, whatever you drink and allow the positive messages on our inspirational mugs to uplift you. And again, you can go to CassandraMacMerch.com or CassandraMacMinistries.com. So on today's episode, we're talking about how to bounce back from a bad decision. Have you ever made a bad decision? I have made plenty of bad decisions. And so we're going to be talking about how do you bounce back from that? And I'm going to share with you four steps that you can mentally walk yourself through to bounce back from a bad decision. You know, everyone makes mistakes because none of us are perfect. And if we're honest, we have all made choices that when we look back, we're like, huh, what the heck was I thinking? But the bottom and top line is we're so much more than a short-sighted decision or a poor choice or a personal struggle. The key is People who bounce back from their mistakes are the ones who face their mistakes head on, face bad decisions head on with the willingness to get back up and grow. That is the key to get back up and grow. So I'm going to take you through four steps that will give you some insight to make better decisions. Number one, start by admitting exactly what happened. So when you know that you've made a bad decision, it could be a bad financial decision. It could be a bad parenting decision. It could be a bad decision in any area of your life. And by bad, what I'm saying is a decision that now that you've had a moment to step back, you're like, this wasn't the best possible choice that I made, that I had other options and I made this choice. And only you know, I don't know the answer to that. And so you're going to start by admitting exactly what happened. So what was the decision? Take full ownership. I made impulse uh, buying decisions and I bought based on emotions. I said something to my child, my significant other, somebody I care about, fill in the name of whoever that person is, when I was in the heat of the moment, and it was really mean. 
So you're going to start by admitting exactly what happened, because if you can't be honest about the bad decision and you blame other people, then that's the other person's uh, issue. But the only thing that we can control is our part. And so if you truly want to bounce back from a bad decision, then this step is the most critical step. What happened? What was the decision that you made that you think, you know, when you have a moment to think back about it, you're like, you know, I wish I would have made a different choice. That's step one. You can even write it down so that you can see it in black and white. Two, consider why it happened. Like, why did you make this decision? Were you really stressed? You know, sometimes when we're under a lot of stress and pressure, maybe there's something going on at work. There's something going on Uh, in the marriage, there's something going on in another area of our life that can spill over into other areas. So think about why that happened, because that's going to let you know what triggered the decision and what areas of your life that may need a little bit more attention so that you are mindful of the decisions that you're making. So give some thought and be honest with yourself. Only you know the answer to these questions. So be totally honest why did this happen? Why did you make the decision that you made? Sometimes we make bad financial decisions because we're trying to keep up with the Joneses. Sometimes we are trying to impress people. So be honest. You're the only one that's going to see these answers. Three, consider if there is anything that you can do to rectify it. Sometimes you can't. Like We can't go back in time and undo a decision we made. What we can do is we can apologize if we said something that wasn't nice. We can't force the other person to accept our apology, but we can apologize with all sincerity, have a repentant heart, and really show that we are making amends, that we are doing our best to turn some things around. Uh, If it is bad financial decisions that got you into debt, Can you call uh, the creditors and begin to work out a plan so that you can get a handle on it? And so you're going to look at the decision and don't overwhelm yourself by saying, well, I've made 20 bad decisions. I'm going to work on all 20. You might be a little overwhelmed. Maybe you just want to do one at a time, you know, one thing at a time, select the decision that you feel, you know, I really need to um, work on this particular thing. And then once you start working on that, you know, you can go through and say, okay, I'm going to tackle another decision. So consider whether or not there's anything that you can do to rectify it and uh, do what you can to rectify it. And then four, this is the fourth and final step, put measures in place to do your best to prevent it from happening again. So if you know that when you are stressed, that that is not the time to have a conversation about X, Y, and Z, you can fill in the blanks, then you have to put measures in place to not only de-stress, but you got to know yourself well enough to say, I can't have this conversation at this time. Give me an hour. Give me until tomorrow. And you'll figure out the nuances, but put measures in place to prevent it from happening again. If you feel the financial pressure of hanging out with a certain group and you're keeping up with the Joneses, you're going to have to... If you want to make a different uh, decision, you don't have to do anything. But if you want to make a different decision, you're going to have to look at that friendship group and ask yourself, why do I feel the pressure to spend beyond my means? If these are truly my friends, then I need to have an honest conversation and say, you know, I can't afford to do brunch every Saturday and do girls night out every Friday. I can go out once a month. 
well, twice a week. I mean, you have to put the number on it. You know your finances, or maybe you can't do it at all right now. And so you may have to look at low cost and free things that you can do. So put measures in place to prevent uh, the uh, decision from happening again. And so you know not only the triggers, but you also know the situations that lead up to the decision that you made that you're now saying to yourself, I'd like to do things a little differently. You can put measures in place to prevent it from happening uh, again, whatever that decision would be. Maybe um, you, you were doing really well in terms of your sobriety. You weren't drinking and you really struggled in that area and now you fell off the wagon again. And so put measures in place. Do you need to call your sponsor? You know, what are some things do you need to let friends and family know that you need support and help? Do you need to get yourself into therapy? What do you need to do? So put measures in place to try to prevent it from happening again. And so here's the other piece. So those are our four steps, right? When we are bouncing back from a bad decision, life is not perfect. We're never going to not make bad decisions. Life just doesn't work that way. We're going to do our best to make great decisions. Sometimes we just don't get it right. And here's the thing, ruminating on the situation isn't helpful. Now, ruminating is not the same thing as giving some consideration as to how we got here. So when you ask yourself, you know, how did I get in this financial mess? What are some decisions that I made? What are some decisions that I failed to make? Let me take some stock so I can do things differently. That's one thing. But when you're ruminating and you're like, boy, I'm so stupid. I'm so irresponsible. I'm a nothing. Now you're getting into a toxic space. There's nothing helpful about verbally and psychologically beating yourself up. And so you don't want to language it in terms of all the things that you think are wrong with you. You want to language it in terms of your goal. And so the, if the goal is to speak with more compassion to people, if you know you have a temper to get a handle on your anger, then that's the goal. If the goal is to make better financial response, uh, better financial decisions that are uh, more responsibility based, then that is the goal. The goal is not to sit there and say how stupid and dumb and irresponsible you are. It is about moving forward. And so be mindful of that. So those are four things that are really helpful. And here's the thing, right? That is really helpful. Proverbs 24, 16. Uh, this is a really helpful scripture. And it really speaks about the importance of getting back up no matter how many times we fall, no matter how many times we fail at something, no matter how many times we miss the mark to get back up. Proverbs 24, 16 says, For the righteous fall seven times and rises again, but the wicked stumble in times of calamity. And so in times of calamity, the righteous person may fall seven times. And that's not a numerical value like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven within this context means the number of completion. In terms of we, we fall till we get it right, but we get back up. No matter how many times we fall, we get back up. No matter how many times you fell off the wagon of uh, sobriety, you, you, you get back on. You get back on. You get back on. You keep trying. You keep trying. You keep trying. And so keep that scripture handy so that you don't get into a place of living under a gray cloud of condemnation. There's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. It's not a license to go buck wild, but it is a reminder not to live from a space of condemnation, but to move forward, to keep straining forward towards what lies ahead. 
And so with that being said, a couple of things that I want to remind you of. So for more inspiration and tips and tools and teaching, you can join me each and every Sunday for Church by Phone. You can follow me on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Some of you may hear the horns. This is New York City living. It's really noisy in New York City. So you're going to follow me on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram if you want more inspirational tips, tools, and teachings. You can join our group, Cassandra Mac Ministries, on Facebook. We have a Facebook group if you want to interact in that way. The links are in the episode description. And uh, if you'd like to support this podcast and the creation of future episodes, I do have a cash app. A lot of you ask if I do. My cash app is the cash sign, the Cassandra Mac, the cash sign, the Cassandra Mac. And if you would like to support the ministry in general, you can go to CassandraMacMinistries.com. You'll see a link that says give and you can follow the prompts. So I want to close out with a prayer. Dear Father God, thank you for another day of life. Thank you for life, health, and strength. I want to pray for everybody under the sound of my voice who is struggling with a decision that they wish if they could turn back the hands of time, they would do things differently. And we cannot turn back the hands of time. We can only strain forward towards what lies ahead. And so, Father, I ask that you give us wisdom to make good decisions. Help us to be discerning so that we can discern properly when we're making choices, when there are options in front of us and we're asking, should we do this or should we do that? Help us to be more discerning. Help us to uh, increase our knowledge and wisdom and understanding of who you are and who we are in you. Help us to choose life. Your word tells us that every day there are two paths, life and blessings and death and curses. So help us to choose life and blessings to make choices that yield productive, fruitful results. Help us not to be short-sighted in our decision-making and to think through the possible consequences that come with making a choice. Help us to see good fruit in the choices that we make so that we can be better decision makers overall. We thank you for every blessing. Keep us strong. Keep us steadfast. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Have an awesome week, everybody. Until next week, let's make sure to take care of ourselves and each other. See you soon.